0: Hey, I'm Amber, and I'm Becca, and this is Forward Farming.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to Forward Farming. (laughs) (laughs) We have a very special episode for you guys tonight, today, whatever time you're listening to this. Oh boy, bless this mess already. Um, we have Trevor. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna pack it up and go home. Becca, you got this <laughs> tonight on the pod
0: or today on the podcast, this morning on the podcast, whatever time of day it is for you. We've got a very special guest, <laughs> Trevor Williams from the Farm Traveler Podcast. will be joining <laughs> <with> us.
1: <laughs> Lord, that was difficult. Sorry, Trevor. <laughs> uh, I don't think he'll be surprised actually. No. no. <laughs> uh, but I don't anyways, think anyone's yeah. <laughs> going to be surprised.
0: We had a really great conversation with him, um, children in the background regardless. It was
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was fun. It was it was really fun to um, hear about him, hear about his story and how he got into podcasting. So, stay tuned for that after We finished this Hot Mess Express (laughs)
1: introduction of ours. So um, before (laughs) before we get into all that goodness, Becca, how was your week? Do you want to kick off some highs and lows? I'd love to. Um, It was kind of a blah week.
0: I'm like, I'm so ready for the weekend. I don't have to work this weekend. I think a big part of it. I haven't been sleeping very great at night. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I worked last weekend, which it's not like when I work on the weekends, it's not like I have to do that much because usually, you know, we do like the bare minimum, get cats fed and then be done. But it's just the fact that I don't get to like catch up on sleep at all. It really gets to me by the second week. (laughs) So at this point, I'm just like, I'm over everything. I'm ready to, to sleep in. And by sleeping, I still wake up at like 5.30, but that's still an extra like hour and a half of sleep (laughs) and it's all I need. And then I feel better. Um, So I think that's my low. I just, I'm kind of, I've just gotten like caught up with everything. And today, like nothing bad happened, but I just, little things just annoyed me and annoyed me. And then I was just in a bad mood for a long time, but um, we're doing better now. (laughs) Good. So yeah, I'm hoping Too, this weather kind of changes because it's just been rainy and gloomy all week and
1: that never helps my attitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah I don't think it's supposed to get up to like the 80s again anytime soon but you know just like 60 and sunny just like that. Even 50 and like anything and sunny really
0: is okay with me but yeah I I think it's supposed to get back into the 50s next week Mm -hmm. Uh, so I don't know that'll be helpful towards my attitude <laughs> problems.
1: Uh yeah. What about you? What's your low? Um I don't know. Today has if you can't tell today has just been a doozy of a day. Um the guy started watching Frost officially this week. And again, like I'm not doing anything. I get to sleep, which is kind of nice, but Dan gets up at 1:39 in the morning. And it's then very specific time. <laughs> it's, it's very specific. I don't understand, but his alarm goes off and then I'll just wake up and then I don't fall back asleep while he's gone. And like, I did this last year when I had my shift following his, like, I just wake up and I don't fall back asleep and it's so annoying. So I'd be up like at one until the end of the work day. So like five o'clock and I just get tired. So with that this week, Like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just laying in bed, just like minding my own thoughts, playing Candy Crush. (laughs) And um, so that's been kind of annoying. And then today, everything just kind of like piled up all at once. And I just got really overwhelmed with a lot of different projects that I've like trying to work on, which is stressful. And uh, I started working on the baby registry over the weekend too, which is way too confusing, way too complicated. Why does a baby need so much stuff? It doesn't. It needs diapers and wipes, maybe a couple outfits. And a car seat and a straw. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. And a crib. And why is it so expensive? It's small. Why does a small loaf need expensive things like that?
0: Because they know that new parents will buy
1: them. True. Um, so yeah, it's just been a lot of like, small, but big things, I'll kind of just like, mm-hmm. you know, so my brain's a little tired. <laughs> if you guys couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh pregnancy a pregnancy brain already. So it's just like, <laughs> um, my high. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> and it is coming up soon. No, I don't, i trying to think of it. <laughs> I don't even know what I did this week. Um, okay, my high, we mowed vines today and yesterday. Um, I just made a post about it. So if you wanna learn about how and why we mow vines, um, head over to my Instagram page and check it out. It's a lot of work and I didn't do anything and it was great is there the camera yeah (laughs) but you're educating i'm educating and that is a job you
0: did something i i did
1: i was there for moral support and i was a cheerleader on the side telling the guys that they're doing a great job lifting heavy things (laughs) as i looked at you with dirty looks (laughs) yes (laughs) that's better Uh, anyway how about you what was your high you
0: know, I kind of been thinking about it and like nothing really sticks out, you know, which is, it's terrible. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I had a good mail day today. Anyone? <laughs> hmm, Amber just spit her water out in case anyone was wondering. Uh, you had a good mail day or nail day? Mail day. Like from Blue's M. Clues? yeah mail, day, or mail time mail time mail time yeah yeah um so i got if you watch my stories on instagram you already know this but i got a uh a like a bed wedge i think it's called oh yeah um because i've been sleeping in a chair and it's it's not comfortable like our comfortable chairs in the living room And I don't like sleeping in the living room because Sophia comes out of her room like 84 times before she goes to bed. And so that just kind of added to my not sleeping very well. Um, And then we moved another chair into the bedroom, but that chair is just not comfortable. So then I took all the pillows and blankets that we own. And I like, I'm not fancy enough to have like an adjustable bed, guys. Okay. So I made my own. like tried to, to ramp up my body so that I could sleep and not throw up acid in the middle of the night. Oh, and, no. um, it, it has helped. So I've been able to sleep in bed the past couple nights, just like sitting up pretty much. But anyways, I got this bed wedge on Amazon. Um, so hopefully it'll be a little bit more comfortable than the lumpy pillow blanket concoction that I have going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about that. And then I also got, what else I get? I got a rain jacket from Dry Duck, which I was really excited about. That was cute. It's, been, it's so cute. I'm, I was kind of scared like that it wasn't going to fit the bump. <laughs> um, and I know I had asked Tessa because she has it too. And I was like, is it like loose? Like, is the belly going to fit? And she's like, I think so. So I'm glad that fits. And then I got some uh, new bras, which are super comfortable. I already have one on because I had to try it out, obviously, um, from... But uh, no, I don't remember the name, Baob-
1: Baobay. Uh, I think it's Bay. Did you find them or did they find you? No,
0: I bought these. This is not, this is not an endorsement, guys. <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of like, I don't know if you want to call them influencers uh, get them or like not a lot, but a few um, have had them and then. Everyone just, like, I've never seen anyone complain about them. Anyone that has them loves them. And they're really, like, stretchy, but they're still supportive at the same time. It's, I don't know, it's, it's They are kind of pricey, though. They're, like, $35, I think. Um, so I just got two to, like, see if I like them. But I, in the past, I am I am a cheap ass. I buy the cheapest things I can find. And I'm at the point where, like, it's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Instead of buying like 20 cheap bras, I'm gonna buy a couple of good ones and make am happy face. about that. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So has't always be a cheap ass, but <laughs> yeah, it all I like came in it came at one time, and so when I pulled in, I like saw all the boxes and I was like, oh yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joey had a good meal. well, maybe not because he got a bunch of uh, planter parts in the mail today which is good because then he can plant, but bad because he said like the main part that he needed was on oh back man. order. Oh, no. So if he can't get that, then none of the other
1: parts really matter. So hopefully he can uh, get that so we can start planting soon. I had ordered something from Amazon over the weekend, I think. And it was supposed to come on Tuesday. And I got an email Tuesday morning, like it had already shipped. But on Tuesday morning, when it was set to deliver, it said the object was <coughs> undeliverable and it was being returned to the warehouse i'm like no what the heck what was it it was just like a bottle of witch hazel oh weird i wonder (laughs) if they like broke it or something don't know but you think they'd be like oh sorry we're gonna send you a replacement but it was like no here's a refund sorry weird yeah weird
0: i had um so i bought these like food storage container um, things on Amazon for like, you know, like flour and sugar and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I got it in the mail and I opened it. And one of the things was just cracked. Like it, it must've been cracked before they even shipped it. Cause the box looked great. So I had been on Amazon, like the customer service and like told them what happened or whatever. And they're like, Oh yeah, we'll ship you another one. Like, and then, um, UPS will come in and pick up the old one. So I was like, okay, that sounds fine. So they shipped the other one right away. And then like the next day, I, I had gotten an email saying that UPS would be coming, but it didn't say when, like it didn't say anything. <laughs> and all of a sudden UPS is there and Joey's like, oh, what'd you order? Like, Hur-hur. and I was like, nothing, I don't think. And then the UPS guy was like, oh, I'm here to pick up something from Amazon. And I was like, well, I'm not ready. <laughs> so I had to like quick go put it back in the box and like tape it <laughs> up and stuff. And, like, I mean, it was really nice, though, because he had the label I needed and everything. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I mean, props to Amazon for being on top of their game, but I don't know, maybe, like, tell someone next time when you're coming.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, do you have any goals for the week? (sighs) Goals, goals, goals. Um.
0: I don't work this weekend, so I don't know. I need to do something productive. I don't know what yet, but I'll do something productive. I wish the weather was nice. I could work on the kids' playground a little bit more, but
1: when it's cold and windy out, I don't know. I'm not about that life. <laughs> I tried to be productive last weekend and clean the house, and I have like a wet-dry mop thing, but I forgot to empty out just like a little bit of the water in the mop oh. the last time I used it. And so I went to go use it again this weekend and like, it wasn't, it didn't sound right. So I turned it off and like flipped it upside down to look at the pad. And when I flipped it back over, all this black water just came spewing (laughs) out onto the floor and it smelled so bad. And so I like took it all out and it's just like black mold and yummy.
0: That's (laughs) the problem with those is like, they're awesome. They work amazing. But if you don't clean them right away, then they're like,
1: (laughs) And then it's just disgusting. So maybe I'll work on putting the pieces back together after they've been sitting in dishwater all, <laughs> all week. You've been, yeah, you've been cleaning them. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, anyway. Okay, so that's enough of our... Of our Whatever week. this was. Yeah, <laughs> our, our little hot mess. Um, so up next, we've got Trevor Williams... From the Farm Travel podcast. Uh, And again, well, if you're not following Trevor, go check him out. He's got a great podcast, some great guests on there. Check out the Cranberry Chats episode. And um, yeah, enjoy. Who (laughs) that? All right. So today we are joined by Trevor Williams, who is a host of the Farm Traveler podcast. And if you haven't heard of Trevor yet, make sure to go check him out on Instagram and check his podcast out. He has a ton of really great episodes featuring a lot of really cool farmers. Um, Speaking of really cool farmers, Becca and I were just just talking to Trevor over on his podcast. So keep an eye out for that episode because it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you, Trevor, for hopping over here onto the Forward Farming podcast and already you're kind of getting a feel for the bless us mess uh, mantra that is our life. So welcome.
2: Well, it's good to be here. It's always fun to be on the other side of the mic. And it was awesome chatting with you guys a minute ago. Amber, I know I've had you on the show and Becca, I'll have to get you on the show eventually. Uh, But yeah, super excited to chat with y'all. Hashtag bless us mess.
1: (laughs) There you go.
0: (laughs) You're probably going to hear his dad home about 20 times in the background. No matter how oh. much I try to mute it. <laughs> I think
1: the That's kids so are, are already bribed out from popsicles. So good luck. Yeah, Becca. I didn't <laughs> want to offer them a
0: second one. Cause I mean, granted that'd be Joey's problem at this point, but. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Up the ante to like Gushers or Fruit Roll-Ups yeah. or something. Something something's <laughs> okay. like super sugar heavy. <laughs>
1: Let's have a giant bowl of ice cream, kids. <laughs> I shouldn't say that too loud. <laughs> Or maybe you just need to start getting Laffy Taffy or something that'll kind of keep their mouth. Take a while, but you keep their mouth busy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you eat too Let's much Laffy to Taffy, your jaw gets so, and You don't want to talk at all. So, I mean, <laughs> that might could be it.
1: See, I mean, Becca, so you just need us to babysit <laughs> for you. We, we've got you covered.
2: There you Yes, go. yes. <laughs> just a bunch of Laffy Taffy ice cream. We're set.
0: Yeah. It won't sleep for like five days, but it's
1: okay. We'll have the podcast recorded. <laughs> but when they come down from uh, <laughs> that sugar high, they're going to sleep great.
2: Mm, for like Very 24 cool. hours straight. <laughs>
0: oh, that'd be pretty cool. Mom. Well, oh goodness. Okay. Before I have another crying child, thank you for being here, Trevor. Um, do you just want to kind of start out and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be <laughs> The farm traveler podcast
2: <laughs> deal yeah absolutely so i grew up here in florida i've lived in um north florida my whole life a lot of people call it la aka lower alabama because it's more like alabama than it is the rest of florida but uh super active in ffa in high school went on to be an ag teacher uh for two years in daytona beach and i i switched away from that uh did started doing software developing but i kind of missed being a part of agriculture and i've been around it for forever um and so Started a podcast, started Farm Traveler. Uh, the name is from my favorite show, Booze Traveler, on travel channel with Jack Maxwell, where he actually like travels around the country and the world and he tours like local spirits, how local beer is made, whiskey and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, let's let's start it like off of that with Farm Traveler. And so my wife was like, Yeah, it's a good idea. You should, do, you should do a podcast. And so we did that. And that was super fun. And then we've been doing it about three years. And luckily, last year I actually had Jack Maxwell from Boost from Booze Traveler on. And so just the whole thing behind Farm Travel is just seeing how food's made, uh, all the hard work farmers and ranchers do. And it's been really cool. We've interviewed people all over the US, all over Canada. I've had farmers from Australia, Saudi Arabia, the UK. And so it's been neat to kind of see, you know, what farmers are doing in different parts of the world, how our food is made. And so I'm learning a lot more than I ever anticipated. And we're going on um, 100 episodes now. So it's been a really fun experience so far. So far, so good. Knock on wood.
1: That's awesome. Have you, have you had anyone on uh, that you were kind of hesitant about, but you're like, Holy cow, this is a really cool episode or something really fun to learn about.
2: You know, I had, this is one I always like to bring up. I had a dairy farm in the UK come on, they're called vine farm dairy. And I thought they would just be like a normal dairy. Um, but come to find out they actually have a milk vending machine um, on their property and so like people in their local village come and they just bring a bottle, they get milk, they pay for it and they go. And I just, I just thought that was super neat. I was like, that's something I've never heard of that. I think we need more here in the U.S. I mean, if there was like a local dairy here, I'd go there, a uh, milk vending machine just to get a cup of milk or something. I'm lactose intolerant, but I definitely do it. <laughs> so I, I just thought that was super fun. Um, I haven't had anybody on that I thought would be like super controversial or anything like that. But um, yeah, that was a really fun episode.
1: That kind of sounds like our state fair. We have a big milk mm. truck and uh, you can just, what is it? Like you pay a quarter for a glass of a glass of milk and then there's like a cookie stand right next to it and it just works out perfect. You get like that giant bucket of cookies. Yeah.
2: Uh, state fair food is amazing. I haven't been to the Florida one in a while, but we had like a steak tips and mashed potatoes one, uh, which was always right next to a cart for fried pepsi and fried oreo Ooh. The fried oreos were delicious but yeah. the fried pepsi was just a dough ball with like the pepsi syrup in it, it was eh. but the, the oreos were the best
0: that doesn't even sound good
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know why maybe i they feel have like, like though a...
0: if they can fry it or they can put it on a stick they're gonna do it
2: oh yeah uh, like the fried butter i forget where that yeah. is but the fried butter is a thing i'm
0: pretty sure that's a... wisconsin <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for yeah we've got yeah <laughs>
2: butter every product
0: on a stick we got this Mm -hmm. hey there you go
2: there you go i'm sure there's a market for it
1: maybe i don't know if i would try it but (laughs) more power to you
2: hey there you go yeah that's funny butter on a stick
0: (laughs) so when you decided to start your podcast did you was there like any hesitation or did you just get the idea and kind of go for it or how did that work
2: Yeah, I I looked at it. I did the blog for a while. I would just write articles every now and then. And then I saw there was like a boom for podcasting. I was like, well, that seems like really difficult. I don't know if I want to do it. But then I saw how kind of quote unquote easy it was to do it. And I was like, well, let me give it a try. And so I started out, I didn't have a microphone, but then my sister-in-law bought me like a little bitty one. And I used that for like 25, 30 episodes. And the first dozen episodes well even really to this day it was really hard because i hate my own voice and Mm -hmm. so when you know when you edit you gotta listen to your Mm -hmm. own voice and so that's that was the biggest like hurdle but ever since i'm just like it's white noise now so i'm just used to it but um it was fun It, it was a lot easier than i thought but it's funny because podcasting is easier but the metrics behind it and growing it are a lot harder than you would think but i mean it's been i've learned a lot in three years like holy cow but it's been really fun so yeah just listening to my own voice was the biggest thing to get over.
0: I feel like three years is, I mean, obviously podcasts have been around for a long time, but that was kind of before it seemed like everyone else kind of started. So mm-hmm. were you one of like, were there a lot of other egg podcasts when you started or?
2: There was a decent amount. One that I got inspiration from was Tim Hamrich. Um, he has um, agri or the future of agriculture. That's his podcast. And there are a few others out there i think like a jared mcdaniel had his and a couple of others um but those are pretty good but then yeah i noticed like last year or the year before that it really started booming like Mm -hmm. there were more more ag podcasts but also more niche ad podcasting where it's like you guys where it's like farm farm wives or farm moms or just stuff like that and so there's even more podcasts out there which i think is awesome i mean i've always heard podcasters say like the riches are in the niches so the the (laughs) more you can like fine-tune your audience the more successful it'll be
0: that is true. And that it makes it hard too with the metrics, So because you're not necessarily trying to like reach millions of people, mm-hmm. even though you know, you feel like you need to be but at the same time, that's not that's not what you're trying to accomplish.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, I feel like every podcaster wants to have Joe Rogan success and sign like a 30 million dollar deal with Spotify. But I mean, that's not going to work for everybody. And so I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. you just got to focus on like finding your message and finding your audience and just like, honing in on them.
1: Definitely. So when you're not listening to egg podcasts, what are some of your go-to, I guess, pleasure podcasts?
2: Oh yeah. So my favorite one, which I've been listening to since like way back in the day. And I think this was like one of the original podcasts, I guess it's the art of manliness by Brett McKay. And he has this whole blog and it's like, it's really for anything to like better yourself. And he talks about like a lot of women listen to his podcast too, but it, it talks about like um, productivity, uh, personal growth, spiritual growth, finances, just everything you might want to do. Shoot. He has an episode on like tying knots and how to tie the best knots, which I thought was super fascinating. Uh, so that one's fun. I listened to a couple of fishing episode or podcasts cause I'm trying to get into saltwater fishing and I know nothing about saltwater fishing. So some by Tom Roland, I listened to, there's one called the Holy Smokes podcast, which I'm slowly getting into. And it's this ex-pastor who talks with other people about Christianity and religion while they're drinking whiskey and smoking cigars. And I just think it's super cool. So I'm like, all right, let's listen and see what this is about. Uh, so those uh, and a couple of other like random ones I'll listen to every now and then. So those are, those are a couple, but really I'll binge um, Art of Manliness all the time. I'll go weeks not listening to it and I'll listen to like, Three or four in a day. So it just kind of differs.
0: I think that's the best part about podcasts is you can just like search for random things and find information about it. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's what, really
2: what are, easy. To, oh, what, are y'all's, what are y'all's favorite non ag podcasts out there?
1: I'm pretty sure everyone's going to think I'm a serial killer based on the podcast <laughs> that I listen to. <laughs> so I'm big into like crime junkie. Um, mm. Those kind of spooky stories. Um, so I'm more, I I like more of like storytelling podcasts instead of. This is gonna be like bash us. I'm more into like storytelling instead of like conversations.
2: Oh yeah, Th- those are good. Sorry, I mean, guys. you're not alone. Those are super popular. I mean, yeah. like Crime Junkie and stuff in Serial.
1: It's just it's just easier for me to listen to when I'm doing stuff and I don't have to mm-hmm. pay so close attention to what's going on. So, like, if I'm if I'm driving or something, it's just like a mindless thing that I can have in the background while keeping myself entertained instead of like focusing on two things at once. Because I have a goldfish memory, and I can't I can't do that kind of thing.
2: <laughs> Squirrel.
1: Yeah. Squirrel.
2: <laughs> That's funny.
0: I am kind of the opposite of Amber. I tried listening to a crime one once, and I just I don't know I couldn't get into it. So I listen to uh, a lot of educational posts. Um, if I like want to learn more about something, I try to find them, but I'm also kind of picky about the podcast I listen to, because if I listen to you for like a couple minutes, if I can't like stand your voice or, you know, stand the way that you talk. And I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta stop.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I, that's a huge thing. I mean, if you're going to do a podcast, you got to have a good voice. And I've listened to a couple where I'm like five minutes. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like unsubscribe.
0: (laughs) And I'm sure they're for some people, but they're just not for us. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Um so back to your podcast. I guess what was your biggest challenge of starting the podcast and keeping it going and being successful for as long as you have been?
2: Yeah, the the first couple of episodes were really hard because it's hard when you want to pitch something like a podcast but you don't have any episodes and you tell people, "Oh, hey, I'm I want to interview you about your business, about what you do, but I have no track record." And so I think I reached out to like 10 farmers and I think like most of them were like no I'm okay and so that was really hard just to kind of like get your like hit the ground running and try to fi- find, find people and of course like I had a smaller Instagram and I didn't really know how to market and find people and so I was like emailing or Facebook messaging um, and so that was really hard until I found like five or six people that were finally interested but it's a lot easier now because of Instagram and the website I'm like oh yeah if you want to check out our, our episodes just go here and so that was pretty hard like trying to build something when you don't have any credibility, you don't have a name in the in the industry at all, and so yeah, that that was actually pretty a lot harder than I thought it would be. I thought everybody would be game, but not everybody was game at all.
0: Well, I think two, I mean, three years ago, podcasts weren't yeah, they weren't yeah. as popular yet, so people are probably like, uh, I don't know, I don't think so.
2: Yeah. It's do like, you have no a
0: thanks. Do you have a challenge of continuing to find farmers? at this point or trying to find like more variety of farmers since you've interviewed so many
2: i would say a little bit i I would say nine times out of ten the scheduling is the hardest part um which i think like we went back and forth a while for (laughs) scheduling because i mean farmers are just busy i mean and so that's a big thing and i know i've noticed this and this is something that i've noticed i need to do a little bit better but i need to have a little bit more diverse of a clientele like diverse here in the US and even more diverse across the country or in the world really. And so that's something I need to do a better job because usually I'm just messaging people at random. Like I'll find like a farmer or something on Instagram or Facebook. I'm like, hey, come on the show. But so I guess now as I'm growing, I need to be a little bit more deliberate. Like, well, here's a perspective on um, some, I don't know, some farmers from India or something or Japan or something because we haven't really hit those markets or anything. So I think just like being more, intentional with finding guests instead of just like getting another beef rancher here in the U.S. or, or somebody. So I think being intentional and trying to figure out what listeners like want to learn from and kind of get perspectives on.
0: Yeah, I think it's cool to even, you know, you said getting another beef farmer. Well, the end goal, you know, they all farm or, you know, they produce beef or whatever. Everyone's kind of got their own story. So even yeah. though it's like, oh man, I'm, I've am i got another beef farmer. It's like, you can always find um, the individual in that, in that farmer, which is always mm-hmm. kind of cool.
2: Yeah. And I'm sure y'all can relate to this. Like when you're trying to prep for a podcast, I mean, you can always come up with talking points, but then like nine times out of 10, the guest is going to bring up something that you never thought about. And like, I've interviewed so many guests where they bring up something. I'm like, holy cow, like this is going to make the episode, like let's dive into that more. And so, yeah, you, you never know what you're going to get. And if you can focus more on the individual, you're going to get a lot of really good talking points out of that.
1: Yeah. What is this prepping that you are talking
0: about? (laughs) This is is why we don't prep because then we always just expect the unexpected.
2: (laughs) Hey, well, that's perfect. I might need to borrow that trick from y'all. I mean, that's a good idea. I
0: I wouldn't recommend it. do you have a, like a dream person to have on your podcast?
2: Oh gosh. Um, I want to have on, there's two people. I want to have on Kimball Musk, actually three, three. Uh, Kimball Musk, Elon's brother. He has like a lot of food startups and restaurants um, in Colorado. Want to have him on. We were supposed to have him on last year and I emailed his publicist like four or five times, So that kind of fell through. So maybe one day uh, I want to have on Mike Rowe because I Mm -hmm. loved his show dirty jobs and kind of like the long-term goal is to eventually do something kind of like that. So I want to have him on. And then my favorite YouTuber is binging with Babish and he has like a lot of really cool recipes. And so I want to have him on just to learn about food and like what inspired him and stuff like that. So
1: very cool. Have you listened to Mike Rose podcast the way I heard it?
2: I love his podcast the mm-hmm. way I heard it. I mean, I could, I could fall asleep listening to Mike Rowe. I mean, his yeah. voice is so soothing. So yeah, I love his podcast.
1: Someone told me that he used to be an opera singer. Did you know that?
2: Yes. So I read his book. He's got the craziest life. He um, he auditioned for opera because he wanted to do television, like be a television presenter. And in his book, his friend talked him into doing opera because he was also part of a quartet in high school. And if you do an opera, you can qualify for like the Screen Actors Guild or or for some reason. And so that's why he got in the opera and he auditioned because he would lose it, but he got it. And so, yeah, his autobiography is wild. He auditioned for some show that only got like one season, but I don't think it ever aired, but he auditioned against Ryan Seacrest. And so, yeah, yeah. it's so funny because he rubs elbows with so many people in his story. So that was always really funny.
0: Cool. i'm gonna have to check that out
2: oh oh, micro yeah (laughs) yeah i think his book is called the way i heard or or something like that his autobiography i I can't remember
0: oh gosh sophia just broke the blinds we're doing good here
2: (laughs) as as long as there are no scissors
1: scissors (laughs) and i
0: and i don't see any fire so we're doing good (laughs) um so if you could give one piece of advice to anyone thinking about starting a podcast or a new podcaster what would it be
2: Mm, that's a good one um I would say, plan it out, but also don't plan it out too much where you're not going to enjoy it. And I found a lot of really good articles and they're like, once you start, don't just start with one episode, have like three lined up. That way they can kind of get a good idea of what your content's going to be about. And so we did that and it turned out pretty well. Um, I would say that. And also like, don't try to be a cookie cutter podcast. Like don't try to follow a Joe Rogan or like the top 10 podcasts. Like do an intro, like you want to do an intro, do music like you want to do the music have conversations with people that you want to have conversations with? Like the more you make it something you like, and also your listeners are going to like, it'll be great. Cause people, and I've learned this the hard way. um, People like listening to people talk about stuff they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And so if you're passionate about like sports, people are going to pick up on that in your sport podcast. And so they're going to listen to it because they want to hear your take on it and stuff like that. And so don't try to copy a show, be your own show, be unique because at the end of the day, that's going to set you apart from all the other, I think, million podcasts that are out there. So, I mean, that's really all the advice I have. And also don't Google everything. Google and YouTube are great resources for like all the editing, all the planning and all the social media stuff of everything. So, yeah.
1: Are you doing everything on your own, Trevor? Like recording, editing, guests, all everything. that other stuff?
2: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Good all, for you. All the, Thank you. Yeah. All the social media posts and everything. I've seen a lot of people that like charge for all that stuff, mm-hmm. but I mean, um and of course, I mean, this might change whenever my wife and I start having kids, it might get super busy, and edit it out or, or pay it out. But I mean, for right now, been editing everything and um, doing all the posts and everything. So jack of all trades, master of none.
0: Make sure you get like soundproof walls in that little room of yours.
2: <laughs> yeah, so.
0: And a lock on the door, maybe I'm just,
2: yeah, just some yeah. advice, <laughs> we, Life advice. Yeah, we actually just moved to this house, I think like four or five months ago. And before my desk was in our living room, And so my wife would get so mad. I'd be like, Hey, could you like go upstairs in the bedroom or like watch (laughs) the TV on mute? And we've got one of those Roku devices. And so luckily on the remote, you can plug the headphones into the remote. And so she just sit there watching TV for hours while I do an interview and stuff. So This little studio has been amazing. And so hopefully we can keep it that way. We'll see. I'm kind of
0: obsessed with that back wall behind me. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's really
2: cool. It was super easy. We painted it and it's just like one by twos that I cut and just got a nail gun and put it up there. And it was super fun. I found a picture on Google. I was like, hey, let's do this. So it took a while, but it was pretty fun.
1: Well, it looks good. Oh, thank you. All right, Trevor, before we let you go, we're going to do a couple of rapid fire questions that we are just going to randomly Pull out of our butts. So, are you ready? Are you ready for this? Game on. What's your favorite color?
2: Uh, baby blue.
1: Okay. Uh, what is your favorite guilty pleasure TV show?
2: Oh gosh. Um, favorite ninety day or not? Not ninety day fiance. Not ninety day fiance. That is my <laughs> wife's favorite show, and I <laughs> <laughs> test it so much. I do not like it. Um. I'm gonna say Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay because I don't like watching it because it's like so nasty seeing the kitchens and all. But I'm just like it's so it's like a car accident. You can't look away. I'm just like let me watch it, please.
1: I started watching. Um, what's his What's his other show that he has? The Cookie oh, was Kitchen.
2: House Kitchen, Hell's yeah. Kitchen.
1: The one with the kids. Oh,
2: MasterChef. Chef! Ma- yeah, like Master Master Chef Chef Junior. That one's good too. Yeah.
1: I uh, I started calling people donuts <laughs> because of Gordon Ramsay and watching that show. <laughs> so you're
2: you're a donut.
1: <laughs> yeah, We're just getting God. like two
2: pieces of bread and putting idiot on their head sandwich. like you're an idiot sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yes. that, those are funny.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. Kind of going off of that, if you could be in any TV show, it could be like a sitcom, reality show. What would you want to be in?
2: Probably Seinfeld, because that's my favorite show and my dad's favorite show. And when I think of any sitcom, that is the first show that I think of. I mean, it's a show about nothing. It's the most it's the funniest show out there. I, I think it's just a classic. So if I could be like, I don't know, Kramer's long lost son or something, I think that would be hilarious.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
2: Like, Hey, dad, what's up?
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be a, a interesting dad to have, I guess.
2: Oh, Yeah very yeah very interesting
1: um okay last one uh let's see if you were on death row what would your final meal be
2: final meal an entire tub of bluebell ice cream just vanilla and then like a foot long um chili dog from sonic 100%
0: just just vanilla
2: just vanilla. I, I just like vanilla ice cream. I'm not a fan. I'll eat chocolate every now and then, but I'm just, I don't like mint ice cream, but I, I'm a, I like vanilla, vanilla okay. all the way.
0: I won't, I won't judge you.
2: <laughs> you know, if, if you really, really want to judge me, you, you, you got to try this. If you like ice cream, try bluebell ice cream, get a couple of scoops, put it in a coffee cup, and then put it in the microwave until it's like milky and then drink it. It's amazing. It will put you in a sugar coma, but it's delicious. <laughs> my wife gave me so much crap for it, but she tried it. She's like, "Okay, this is amazing."
0: You should have told me that before we started recording, so I could have done that with the kids.
2: Oh yeah, they would be out. They would be <laughs> sleeping for days. It is so I've
0: uh, I've got some super fudge brownie bluebell mm-hmm. ice cream in my freezer right now. It's pretty good. Pretty mm. good.
2: I don't I don't think anything beats Bluebell. I mean, I was depressed for a while when they were not in stores. So I'm glad they're back.
1: Me too. All right, Trevor. Well, thank you for hopping on here with us tonight. And if the people want to find you, where can they find you at?
2: Yeah, well, super fun to talk with you guys. Uh, Yeah, if they want to find us, we're at farm underscore traveler on Instagram. We're on Facebook, just the farm traveler. Also YouTube, the farm traveler. And of course, uh, for the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, just look up Farm Traveler and we'll be there. We do episodes every Wednesday, posts on uh, Instagram, like, I think like every other day. So yeah, just basically look Farm Traveler anywhere and you'll find us.
1: Perfect. Well, thanks again, Trevor. And it was great talking to you. And uh, thanks to you guys for listening. And you know where to find us, Forward Farming Podcast on Instagram, Becca's at Farming with the Hillbees. I'm over at Cranberry Chats, and uh, don't forget to leave us a nice little review on Apple if you have Apple Podcasts, or you can leave us a review on Facebook as well. We don't judge where you leave them at, so thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye!